something about this house that we were living at. I love my brothers. I have two two brothers from my that side. My oldest brothers. He's a, a boy and a girl. But um, you know, I'm just telling the story, right? And I love them very much. Nothing completely against them. But uh they had each one of them a room in this house. My brother had one of the main rooms and my sister had the half room that I talked about. And uh that's when I saw that well this situation is not fair at all. But I did not say or do anything but to just feel like shit about it. Just see that the difference that I felt about me and my brother while growing up was way beyond what I thought. I, you know, and probably a couple stages of my life might, might have thought that it might have been just in my head and then... I come over here and I see, no, it's actually a fact. We have a corner in this house that um, I'm, I'm really not going to go into details about it because I think it's for the people that were involved. It's, um, well, you know what? Fuck it. It's how I feel. It's my point of view. It's how I saw shit. So I'm not gonna hold back. It was horrible. It was horrible. Couple of weeks after we're staying in this place, we are consumed by bed bugs in the room that me and my brother were staying at. And I was like, okay, like. <laughs> It was like shit on top of shit, man. I couldn't believe it. I I just I just wanted to disappear. Honestly, I wanted to disappear. It was so uncomfortable. I went on nights and nights without being able to sleep. I had to take medication, auto medicate with fucking NyQuil to be able to go to bed because I couldn't. And then there's fucking bugs climbing in my body while I'm trying to sleep because it just happened it just happened out of nowhere like everything is normal and then we got bed bugs and what the fuck I just cannot tell you how much I cried on the phone with my mom I was like what the fuck is this shit like I honestly I was so willing to give it all up and be like fuck this shit like this shit ugly i would just go back and keep doing whatever that i was doing i don't know i don't know what i'm gonna do but i i would just go back because whatever that's back is way better than whatever this year and uh my mom just kept getting in my head no you gotta stay you gotta do it. you gotta do it you gotta do it you way better over there way safer over there than you're here and you know that, so we just push through, I guess. And, um, you know, uh, a month after we're staying, 
we go on this trip to the lake to Delaware and uh, it's uh, a lot of friends from my brother and his girlfriend and you know the family I guess we go to the river and we're having a good time it was September uh, the summer was almost done and we're sitting there and I'm thinking in my head okay I gotta break the ice with my dad so I want to tell this guy how I feel because I do have all of these emotions and we haven't talked about it and I haven't seen you in four years. We're not going to just act like this did not happen. And uh, at one point in the afternoon, everybody just goes somewhere in the river and me and my dad are left alone and I break the ice. I'm like, hey dad, I want to I wanna talk about everything. And I go along and I tell him how I feel about him leaving and not saying a word. And he gives me this bullshit ass answer that it was just what he had to do. He had to do it. He did not say anything else. He just had to do it. Like if he did not have two kids over there and like we didn't give a fuck like we were just not gonna care or, or simply like like i was just gonna be oh damn man like why didn't you say so i mean you know i spent all of these years just creating you know a lot of bad feelings in my heart because of not having an explanation from one of the people involved in my creation in this earth so you know, like, if I just knew you had to do it, I just wouldn't go through all that, so, I was pretty upset, but I took it, I was like, you know what, let me just, okay, we talked it out, uh, I guess, I'm gonna just leave it behind, I'll be mature enough, and I'll leave it behind, and we'll just start over, and I tell him, I'm like, okay, you know what, I just wanna start all over, let's, build a relationship i am a new person and you don't know me because i'm not who you used to know anymore so how about we just do that and i took the opportunity to come out to him which was not hard enough at all it was not hard because i was like you know what fuck you uh i'm not gonna feel bad for whichever way that you feel about my sexuality so i'm gonna just say by the way i'm gay uh yes and he didn't say a word he was like okay that's that's okay and he's this kind of aquarius that just don't say shit it's not expressive at all so that's all and then from that point on i thought okay we, we're gonna do that so obviously it did not play it out like that nothing that i think of plays out how i think it. nothing at all at the end i get what i want but i just don't go through the way that i think it i just don't know why i'm, I'm working on it honestly i'm working on seeing where is it that i go delusional about things but um after that, we didn't have money to eat, and it was not provided to us. We would only eat whatever the, um, my grandmother would cook, which 
I'm not gonna feel bad for saying this because besides the fact that I'm saying it in the English language, which is don't understand, she's not gonna hear this. So it was not good. It was not good food. So we wouldn't eat it. It was not safe to do so. <laughs> Me and my brother, we we will not eat it. And sometimes they were just not safe for us. But we did not have jobs. My brother had just turned 18. So he went to look for a job. And he was a very important part of my life for over a year or a year and a half. Because he went out there and he got a job. He was working so hard for no money. But he was sharing with me. Because... I think he was making like $400 a week and he was sharing it with me. He will get me food, he will get me clothes and he will take care of my mom in the yard with just $400 and he was a very, very important part of our lives in the, in the beginning and uh, we didn't have clothes. Because most clothes were left in the yard. It was old clothes. We were like, we're going to America. We don't need these old clothes. We actually did. We needed them. And uh, we had to beg our dad for over two weeks to buy us clothes. Because we didn't have anything to wear. And um, it was like that. It was a constant begging for the most essential things in the household which made me be so mad and so frustrated because I'm like come on man you like you're you're a dad like I'm I'm 17 years old I don't have a job I just arrived you're supposed to be leading the way my nigga like but it was not like that it was not like that at all And then on top of that, I'm trying to finish my last year of high school. So I go to the nearest high school and I'm like, okay, I I just arrived from DR. I finished junior year and I want to finish my senior year. And uh, they run this test on me on stuff that I never saw in my whole life. And it turned out that I was stupid enough to repeat three more years of high school. I was 17 and I had to go all the way back to sophomore year. And when I was told that I was gonna graduate when I was 20 and I was 17, I was just like, fuck this, man, come on. Like, are you serious? I got so mad in front of the counselor. I was like, no, you don't understand. I don't have that time to invest in school. I am not that young. I'm not gonna go, I'm not gonna go to school for nine months with 14 years old kids, 13 years old kids. I'm you, you know, like, I, I went off on him. He was pretty nervous about it. <laughs> and so was my dad. And then my dad was like, you got to calm down. This is how this is and stuff. And, and then I was so mad and I just walked out. And he talked to me outside. And he's like, listen, you got time. Why, why are you stressing about it? You're only 17 years old. You, you can, basically, he said, you can waste your time like this. But I had plans, bro. I have plans. 
and my plans is not to to be doing this this is no i don't have this kind of time at all and i was so frustrated i go home and i'm thinking about it should i drop school what should i do what i need is money thing is going down over here i'm going crazy my mom don't have a job in the yard now she's depending on us what am i gonna do but also then i thought about myself and i'm like i want an education i want to go to school i need my diploma because i want to go to college and and i want to i want to be able to be somebody so i went through it i did it i went to school again for three more years and there was not one single day that I didn't hate more than the other it was so bad and the anxiety just built up in me the frustration was so big and that's when I started smoking I needed a coping mechanism somehow because you cannot just go sanely through all this. Let me tell let me tell you, like some people just turn to alcohol, drugs, all that kind of stuff. And I was having a bottle with my morals about how I should just drop everything because I am in this new country. My mother is no way around and my dad don't give a fuck about me i have all this freedom i can literally do whatever the fuck i want to do and then every day it's like whatever the fuck you want to do is the right thing you just want to do the right thing you don't want to go the wrong path it's not in you you cannot fake it because if you do you'll get in trouble. So, it was just a constant suffering. I hated every day in the house. And on top of everything that I just said, my grandfather had dementia. He developed dementia. And his dementia, I did not take the time to understand as much because his dementia consisted in making my life a living hell and basically he would just be against every single thing that I would do and that meant anything by just walking in front of him he would just fight and fight and fight and fight and I'm not a fighter at all and most of it besides that fact I was not accustomed to none of this. I was I had a very peaceful space at home in my room by myself in my world. And now I have to live this and I have to go to school with all of these kids I don't have nothing in common with. And um also I have to get a job. I'm 17 years old, nobody's giving me a job because I'm a minor, and I'm just frustrated every single day.
which made me angrier and angrier and angrier in a in a to the point that it just became familiar it became the way that i was so you cannot tell me shit because i was going through enough to just take it all out on you which is not like me at all but i made that clear just don't don't tell me shit like i'm gonna just do this for as long as i have to and he felt it felt like this is the price of being good it's just being thrown situations at you that just make you crush your teeth to prove if you really mean it and um you know i'm going through this and then as soon as i turn 18 i think it was like a month before i go into this clothing store near my house and uh, the manager was this guy from bangladesh i remember him so well mohammed and he looked at me and i was like man i need a job and he was like you go to school and this store they will open at 10 a.m and they will close 7 30 p.m i think and i was going to school from 7 a.m till 2 30 p.m so he was like you can come right after school and close um but it's not gonna be every single day so i was working from 3 p.m till 7 30 four hours i believe and a half four days a week and i was getting paid 75 dollars a week after taxes and with that i have to eat I had to pay my phone. I had to pay my mom money to live in the Ara. Not, not to pay, not to give my mom money to survive in the Ara. I had to do that with $75 a week. And this was five years ago. It was, I was getting paid eight dollars and 44 cents an hour and i went through that for a year until i went to junior year when i went to junior year i was like i had enough of this like i'm i'm way more than this i'm going through enough i need to at least be making money that's the whole purpose so one day after school I had five dollars I think in my pocket and I take the bus which was 350. I take the bus in New Jersey to Manhattan to Times Square and when I get there I'm just like I'm gonna get a job here I'm gonna get paid as I want to I'm gonna just walk into somewhere and I'm gonna get a job and I was walking around and looking online, any available jobs and stuff, and I get to this place, this restaurant, and I go in, and like, I speak with the manager, I was already 18, and I had just turned 18, actually, a couple, like, a week before I did that, and I talked to the manager, this lady, and I'm like, I want a job here, 
I don't have experience at all in anything work-wise, but I am a very hard worker person, and I'm fluent in English, and um, I do may have some customer service skill. I'm, I'm a very nice person, so I might fit over here, and she looked at me, and she was like, you have a resume, and I'm like, I, I don't have experience in anything. I just arrived to the country. And before I went to school that day, I knew what I was going to do right after school. So I grabbed all of my documents and I put it in my bag. And she's like, well, we need a hostess. So how about you come tomorrow and you bring me your documents and we talk about it. And I'm like, oh, I got them right here. And I, I guess that surprised her. And she's like, well, you're ready. So she grabbed all of my documents and she went to her office and then a couple of minutes after she comes back and she's like, you're hired. If you can start tomorrow, she's, you know, dressed up. It was this restaurant in 43rd Street in Times Square and it was very like high class. It was, it was casual, but it was very nice. Nothing that I saw before. And I started the job. I quit my job. And I start here, and I'm going right after school. They had dinner from 5 p.m. till 2 a.m. I think, and it was working perfectly with my with my uh, school schedule while getting out of school because it was pretty hard. I was working in Manhattan and having to go to school at 7 a.m. Sometimes getting home 1 a.m. having a couple hours of sleep and but it was very gratifying because I was in an atmosphere that helped me grow. It changed my image and my point of view about life. And I remember my first check was $663. I remember perfectly. It was amazing. I remember seeing it and I was like, now, now I'll be able to do what I want to do. And working at that restaurant for over two years were the best times of my life. It was like the escape of everything that I was going through in New Jersey. And I was able to create a family of friends, people that were way older than me, that taught me the way. And then, you know, true New Yorkers that became true friends. And that's when everything just started looking more and more like okay maybe this is not bad maybe this this actually can turn out to be what i want it to be